Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the current review. And my name is Tewa Hokozi. And today I'll be standing in for my colleague also, uh, Mr. Tamsang, who's currently experiencing a couple of darkness in his place called load shedding. And but he'll be back in the in the in the uh, in the next few not say minutes but a few couple of hours, but I know you'll be back in a few minutes. But ladies and gentlemen, you know, every Tuesday we bring you the current review whereby we review certain topics that have been, that have caught our interest, that have been trending in terms of both political, business, life, life, um, lifestyle, and you name it, you get it. So basically at the current review, and this is hosted by the Central News uh, team, uh, and I can tell you one thing, we review everything. We leave no stones unturned and we try to get answers where we can get. We also bring solutions, you know. We don't just only uh, emphasize on problems. We also try to put uh, solutions to it because that's why it's called the current review, whereby when we speak and we speak to a person, we also give them our opinion. We also give them what we think of a situation. So in this situation, We'll be talking to uh, the spokesperson of the Action Essay, Osla Ratongomeni, uh, with a couple of... It caught our attention this past few days, whereby they laid a complaint. Actually, uh, they announced its intention to petition the South African Human Rights Commission to look into the serious allegation made by former employees of West Bank. These allegations suggest that the bank may have imposed higher interest rates on black customers in vehicle finance. And we saw, I saw a trend on, on X the other day whereby people were cutting up their cars, cards, if I may say so, to say they were kind of like tired of being, they they noticed for black people are being charged interest rates that are quite higher compared to this, which, yeah, Linda, I've been suspecting myself because there's a couple of transactions that I've been questioning on my, on my timelines, and I swear. They would actually say to you, no, send us, uh, what do you call this? Send us a DM so that we can address your matter. And I mean, why do you wanna So Action SA has actually taken up its own. Um, they they took up to say they're going to lay that petition with the South African Human Rights Commission. And right now, I'm going to be speaking to Oslerato, Melarato Ngomeni, who's the spokesperson for the Action SA. And please excuse, you won't be visual today as, yeah, as I did indicate for it. Technicalities, Nyana, are showing us flames in such a bit. But hey, we live in South Africa. Oslerato, welcome to the current review. <laughs> Thank you so much, Deboho. Uh, Thank you so much uh, to your listeners and your viewers um, all over South Africa who are listening to this broadcast. Thank you for inviting us and also for affording us the platform this morning. Uh, it's a, and it's our pleasure, ma'am. And, you know, just to get into the cracks of things. Like yeah. I said earlier, 
Yesterday, I saw people cutting up their cards, complaining about interest rates. I didn't understand up until I went into it and I started seeing what they're actually talking about. And now I, it, it came to my attention also that ActionSA is doing something about this. Can you elaborate more in terms of what you guys found out with this whole West Bank drama? Indeed, it is a drama. Um, you know, so... You know, we get um, wind of news coming through all from, of course, as a political party uh, from mm. all over the country. This matter uh, was actually raised uh, by one of our colleagues in uh, in KZN, uh, brought it to our attention uh, as the Senate of uh, Action SA. And we then took, uh, you know, a decision to look into, you know, the allegations and then take measures in order to be able to take up the story uh, and mm. bring it to the public domain in the fashion that, you know, is currently being experienced. And so we looked into what is available in the public domain and a financial services expert called Mr. Emerald uh, Investigator is an expert uh, called Mr. Emerald Fansale. Uh, and mm. Mr. Emerald Fansale complained that uh, this issue had been um, in his purview for several years now. Uh, I think, you know, going as back as 2018, 2019, around there. And so, you know, we then looked at the what is already in the public domain uh, and then took the decision to write to the Human Rights Commission. Of course, uh, at face value, we believe that this is in contravention of the um, equality clause in our constitution. Uh, no Ooh. one should be discriminated against based on several attributes, including race. Uh, in this case, we're talking race. And so, you know, we wrote to the Human Rights Commission and delivered our letter um, last week, Thursday. And it, it's funny how when, when you mentioned that, I'm actually thinking about it to say, um, if you can look at the culture of how, for example, let's stick to vehicle, vehicle finance. People that you notice, uh, they will change cars constantly in JFL. On space, new model comes out, they get a new model. But also now, when you find for there's no balloon payment, and you find for but the interest rate here is quite, you know, it's quite low. Now, in this term, how is action essay going? We are not, we don't have the capability to investigate anything. We've got uh, institutions in our country mandated by the constitution to do the work. We brought mm. the, the issue to the Human Rights Commission um, as the institution of first instance from where we are now. Uh, Mr. Fansale complained that he took this issue to the Human Rights Commission and he did not find any joy. And so he's looking at other avenues. Now, mm. I was asked this question uh, you know, as to why we would go to the Human Rights Commission if, in fact, he already failed. And our response there is is simply that, you know, when, uh, you know, Kasa Sotubare, you know, how about how robari tuba? easy to break one twig but if you have five or six twigs it becomes harder to break them mm. 
and yeah. so and so when individual people uh, you know approach institutions for relief uh, i also mentioned an example of uh, the lily mine families who in fact there are um, celebrations are coming up not celebrations as such but commemoration uh, of the loss of those three lives at lily mine in babatin in pumala when mm. the families were going to the department of minerals rights and energy and going to the different institutions of state to try and get assistance because their people have fallen under the mine. It is eight years now, and and those that container is still underground, and so they were not finding any joy uh, up until you know they came across, uh, of course, Mr. Mashaba, who then took up the issue. Now the issue is constantly being reminded in the public domain. You've got the energy, you've got the space, you've got the resources to do it. It's the same. It's the same thing now. Mr. Fansel may have been frustrated by the Human Rights Commission, but now they're no longer dealing with an individual. They're dealing with an organization, a political party that can make the noise that it needs to make, that can you know, use the resources that it has at its disposal to get them to act in the ways that they're mandated by the Constitution. Should we no. fail um, you know, from the Human Rights Commission? Of course, there are other avenues and, 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 and steps that we can take that our legal, legal team is beginning to look into. That's what that's what I was actually going to ask you to say. Uh, should there be sufficient evidence? What what steps are you going to follow? And also, do you mm. do you think that majority of people are actually are aware of this situation? Well, I mean, I'm a West Bank client, also, uh, interestingly enough, and I'm also looking into you know what I am being charged, um, and also that you know we do have. The in our country, we do have the financial sector conduct authority, uh, among which is to make sure that uh, transformation of the financial sector uh, improves access. So, and then there's, that it must also promote the fair treatment, you know, through robust regulatory framework. Now, the Human Rights Commission must investigate the veracity of what is happening, then elevate uh, this issue towards the, the, the Financial Services Conduct Authority. And then, you know, as that goes, eventually this issue needs to go all the way to the Equality Court and West Bank must be put before the Equality Court. Now, one of the sanctions that can come for West Bank is that their license may be revoked. Now, when their license gets revoked, which we, we uh, uh, you know, are hoping that that will not be the case, because once the license becomes revoked, then the bank ceases to function. Uh, and then you can imagine already with an exacerbated chronic uh, uh, unemployment rate in our country, sustainable unemployment rate in our country, the very same black people are going to be impacted because it's it's, more, it's black people who work for the bank, it's black people who are professionals also in the bank, it's black people who are cleaners and so on in the bank. So lots of jobs will be lost because the West Bank is not a regional bank, it's not a local bank, it's a national bank operates yeah. all across the country. And so yeah. what we want is for the financial services sector to act within the mandates and the values of our constitution and the values of our country. And so if they are continuing to discriminate against people uh, based on their racial uh, composition, that cannot be allowed. That is criminal. It, it goes against the, the highest law in the land that is our constitution, and that cannot be allowed that we might find ourselves in a situation where it's not just a West Bank issue, that mm. it actually 
permeates across the financial services sector, which will be quite alarming for South Africa because remember when the 2008 meltdown happened, South Africa was hailed, a financial services sector was hailed as one of the best in the world that was able to withstand uh, the meltdown that happened across the across the world uh, with yeah. regards to financial services. And that would be a big blow um, for South Africa. And so we want to see that there is fairness and and as you rightfully said, you know, uh, this story would just die its natural death if the bank just came through and said, no, this is not true. Uh, there's a smoke screen. Here is our here are our books. We're not actually doing that. And so that would be that would be the, the easiest thing to do. But of course, the bank has not come forth. The only thing they have done is to simply deny the allegations. I was about to ask to say, did they say anything yet? Because knowing the banks, they will always deny, deny, deny. It's like somebody who's been cheating in a relationship and then get caught, all they do is just deny, deny. <laughs> but how is Action SA actually making people aware of this situation? Because like I said, majority of people are not even aware or they've been charged even unnecessarily. So the first thing that we did was to, of course, release a media statement, which we did last week. We also uh, went on a march uh, to the South African Human Rights Commission to hand over that letter. We also have been, like I'm doing with you now, have been on a serious media drive uh, to make sure that the issue remains in, in, in the public domain. Uh, we also have been, I've been on Newsroom Africa. I actually, as a result of that interview, got a very interesting call yesterday of a gentleman uh, out in, 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 in the Cape, and I think he comes from the Eastern Cape, but he's now working in, 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 in the Western Cape. And he is sending me a dossier that is over 20 years old where he's been dealing with, with this issue. Uh, he is crying that he has lost absolutely everything. Um, he is aware of at least 30 other people who have gone through the same. He's documented all of this. His issue is now you know, about to go before the Constitutional Court. And so I am waiting for him to send me a dossier of what he is uh, was referring to. But he was speaking about how that interview relieved him because for, for 20 years he's been fighting with West Bank. For 20 years he's been dealing with this where he, his, his, his car got repossessed, he lost his house. Um, and as a result of everything that he's gone through, he's had the stress in his family and that um, his wife ultimately passed away or committed suicide um, among uh, um, most of the strenuous issues in relationships in divorces, uh, financial stability comes as very tops uh, at the beginning of that list, at the very top of that list. And so this is one example of somebody who says he's been doing a lot on his own uh, to make sure that you know he can get justice um, uh, from, from West Bank. And so the next steps that we are going to be taking as we said, the first one was the South African Human Rights Commission. We will wait for them to come back to us. Within seven days, we will go back to them and find out what the, what the update is. The other step that we are going to be taking, a couple of years ago, uh, we did a petition and we, 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 we promoted a petition for South African um, qualified doctors, medical services uh, providers who are in South Africa. Remember when we were sending or, or receiving the Cuban doctors to come into our country? 
Yeah. Uh, we got scores and scores of uh, of South African uh, medical professionals who are saying they're unemployed, they're fully graduated, they're not getting mm. opportunities and so on. And we were questioning why we were, uh, you know, getting Cuban doctors to come into the country if, in fact, we have our own uh, doctors who are here. And so we are going to run a similar petition already in the organization. We are promoting that our own people um, you know, begin to look into their own records and see, because they are also clients of West Bank. And so we are starting in-house and we will mushroom it out into the into the wider South African public so that people can come through with their own stories. We are compelling people to come through with their own stories so that this issue can get traction. I mean, if you can appreciate that um, this issue came to our spotlight at the beginning of last week, we wrote to the Human Rights Commission and delivered the letter uh, prior to, you know, uh, after having emailed it to the Human Rights Commission, we delivered a signed uh, uh, a physical copy on Thursday. Today is Tuesday. Mm. And so, you know, as you know, that the days will unfold. There's a developing story. Uh, our teams internally are also sitting to look at what various strategies we can take to make sure that we bring West Bank to the table and that West Bank uh, becomes accountable for this allegation. Wow, you just, you know, I don't wanna lie to you, you got my mind even going even deeper. And this is a story that we will definitely pay attention to. And we will also make a follow up on our side. I know my team will put together, will put instruction to the team to actually look into the story because you mentioned something that is quite serious, especially in South Africa nowadays, financial stress that is actually harming people. nicely fella to say i've got problems in terms of affordability and all that they don't care i've seen when they repossess cars they don't care about the person who's saying this is the only car that we have to take the kids to school they don't care about that all they just want is their property you know but when they want money from you it's something else but it's something that will definitely pay pay attention look, to look yeah. uh, let me just mention one one critical thing um these banks do not discriminate against people um, who are black when we open accounts. True. They open accounts very easily. Online, you get in, no questions asked. You open an account, boom, you are functioning. You are a client. You're, charged, you're being charged interest. No one's asking about you know, having clients like that. If they're going to make a provision for white people, that is cheaper, that is better for white people, then they must come out clearly and say that we are a bank for white people, black people go banks. We are not interested uh, in 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 whatever answer they have to give us, what we need to know is that are they conducting themselves in this unethical fashion, in this totally unconstitutional manner? And if that is the case, then we are very sorry for the bank. Uh, they're going to have to be accountable. I I keep on referring to the fact that there has been a, a serious move in South Africa to put in the public domain, in the spotlight, you know, a misconduct, corruption, uh, uh, um, you know, malfeasance in the state sector, in within the state, within the political sphere. However, there is also 
private sector corruption that happens in this country, deep private sector corruption that often goes unchecked. And we cannot, for the life of our country and our people and the sustainability of our own livelihoods, afford uh, for somebody to be treated differently just on the basis of race. If you look at what some of uh, uh, um, Mr. Fansel uncovered, is that blacks were paying up to 19% more than whites, which is more or less 8% more than whites, mm. which can amount to a thousand rand more than whites, more than whites. And so uh, on, on a car, right? On a, on, on a car, on a mortgage, it comes all the way up to 40% more than whites. Now, this is why more than us, more than, more than uh, black white people, um, more black people have all of their possessions being repossessed and that cannot be allowed to happen in the country you know that you know for 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 some of us to be able to at least break through uh, the ceiling of 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 trying to be self sustaining you can imagine the number of many many black women single mothers who are uh, you know dealing with children on their own who must also be paying more interest rate it is ridiculous as opposed to a white counterpart who may not be a single mother, who may be in a in a fully in a, having a secondary income and so on, having family income and so on, you know, financial and wealth disparities in our country, inequality in our country. How is it that we must be allowing this to happen? Now, what is very, very alarming for for some of us is we have institutions in this country that are supposed to be checking this type of behavior. I'm wondering why it is that they they that it has to be a whistleblower, a guy who worked in IT, who was just a professional there to do a job, who has to blow whistles such as this. And so these bodies that I'm mentioning uh, should have been able to check this type of behavior as opposed to waiting for one whistleblower. Okay. Uh, I wish I could listen to you. I wish you could continue with this conversation further. But unfortunately, like time is not on my side. But like I say, this is a story that we'll make a follow-up on. It's quite interesting. It's a very interesting story, and South Africans must actually pay attention to the story due to the fact that, like you said, this is what I always preach. We are the economy, but we are the ones that are being enslaved and that are being milked dry. And providing us with such information. And, yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye out for... Uh, action essay and what you guys will be doing. Thank you so much. We should also say because Lebanon they tend to say no, I will fight for your rights, but they keep quiet. Let's see what they can do because I've been 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 saying we are being overcharged. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Tewo Hokozi, and stay tuned. Don't go anywhere further. Just gonna take a quick break. We've got another interview coming, uh, and hopefully my brother will be here. Uh, because now we we are talking we are talking road to elections we are talking yeah interest rates interest elections they go to get they will determine who you vote for next we'll be interviewing Mayor uh we'll be talking about the final voting registration that is